Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. We want to thank Factor for sponsoring Play Retro. Factor delivers delicious, fresh, never-frozen meals that are ready to heat and eat in two minutes. Head to factormeals.com slash retro50 and use the code retro50 to get 50% off your first box. There's Defender. A space battle game made by Williams Electronics on the north side. The object is to fly over your planet, shooting down the enemy spacecraft, which are trying to capture your humanoids. Well, when you're playing the game, you always get the green men down at the bottom so that they don't pick up your men and turn into mutants, because when that happens, you can give up the game, because when you lose your world, there's no way of getting out of it. The planet can blow up. Yeah, the planet can blow up and you go into space. <laughs> God, ain't that the truth? <laughs> Go into space. You go into space. Yeah. Hey everyone, welcome to Play Retro. This is Play Retro. And I'm one of your hosts, Scott Johnson, and I'm expected to save all these little green men's lives. Well, maybe you could cut down on the drug fueled light show and give me less buttons to push. Oh, fine, here's another quarter. Nah, five buttons. And I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway. And I think a hyperspace right into an ambush of angry alien mutants made up of humans I didn't say from the planet's surface. Shh. Don't worry. I'll shoot you now. <laughs> Die, alien half-breed. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> no, Groot. It's my turn, Groot. My favorite reference to Defender is in the uh, in the uh, in the in the Marvel universe. Is it? Groot oh. playing, yeah, Groot playing some uh, Groot playing the uh, Defender. Oh, I forgot he, about he that. He won't stop. He won't stop, baby. That's right. He's got the little handheld version of it, or something, yeah. doesn't he? What's he playing that on? No, no. I think he's just playing it on the. No, wait, no, that's not right. Now you're making me. Now you're making me misremember. I thought he had stop like it. a little Game Boy or a PSP or something. Hold on, Groot with Game Groot Machine with Defender. Oh, that's even. Yeah, you'll get that faster, probably. Let's see. There he is. You're right. It looks like. Uh, yeah, they showed a little it's a little handheld. You're right. Oh, it is a handheld. Okay. Look at that thing. That is so sweet too. That's what like a little. It? it is so. It's so like aged and everything. It looks like you could. Uh, it's it's about the size of. Mm, what's a good reference? If you're old like us, remember the uh, Star Wars uh, uh, flight stick? Yeah, yeah, it's about that size. Yeah, it's about yeah. right. Ooh, it's very if, nice. If you're if you're younger, it looks like a iPad Mini. How about yeah. that? Yeah, I'd play that in space if I were Groot. Mm-hmm. 
He's, he's a teenager I am now. Van Diesel. He's all he's a teenager version of himself now, and he's kind of weird looking. I don't know if I like the design of it. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be awkward, so I guess that's a thing. That's the idea. Yeah, I don't. Mm. I mean, the new one, he's, he's kind of buffed out now, and he was in the Christmas yeah. special on the trailer for the new movie. Oh, it's, yeah, like it's that. fine. I just kind of like old seasoned Groot before he got blown to smithers and had to be a I, Groot. I did too. Uh, is is always which makes the more interesting story. Is yeah. mm, I don't know. Do you watch what we do in the shadows? This is really getting off off topic. I but, love that show. Uh, yeah, I love it too. The energy vampire on there. He uh, oh he, Colin uh, he, Colin Robinson. He's Colin, the best. Colin Robinson. Yeah. That's right. Go well, look at you. You do all this stuff with yeah. it. Colin Robinson. Uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I, I kind of liked. I thought it was kind of hilarious how they re like re brought him back up because it reminds me with the big head and everything. Yeah. Uh, reminds me like the NBA Jam stuff and uh, ludicrous <laughs> things and all those things when people yeah. were doing all the big head stuff. It was fun. Oh yeah, big head nineties. That was awesome. If you if yeah. you had any cheats or codes for your game, it was always big heads. That was a, for yeah, a while there. That was all the rage. You want a giant head? We got you. It's the nineties. We got you covered. Yep. Uh, so we're going to talk about Defender. That's coming up. Defender's a big deal in gaming history, and we have a lot to say about it. But before we do, I just want to mention a quick thing. Uh, I finally got Game Pass running properly oh. on my Steam Deck. It turns out when I, okay, so when I had my Steam Deck and played it a bunch and then had it break, you know, I broke the, I broke it, okay? It wasn't <laughs> the machine's fault. And I had to send it to Steam to get it fixed uh, or to Valve. Um, the uh, the one thing I tried to do before all that was get it uh, running Game Pass as a, you know, right. xCloud X version of Game Pass. And I never could get it working exactly right. It was kind of fishy and fruity, and one of the updates kind of borked it, and it was just not going great. And I kind of just, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. You said fishy and fruity. Uh-huh. Does that mean you're combining the two? Or are you saying it could be fishy and or fruity? Because fishy and fruity, that makes me laugh. You don't want to have like uh, you want to have like an open open salmon with like some. Uh, oh some my god, that sounds disgusting. I can't. It sounds Look, pretty bad. Like like fish and some kind of fruit. I yeah. can imagine it, but when you say fruity. I think of bubble gum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fruity, fruity, licious. No, fruity, fruit. Fru- yeah, fruity, licious. Yeah, fruity That's licious. my favorite gum. <laughs> Everybody remember fruity, licious? Mmm. Fruity, licious. I'm sure. What I've you ma- chewing over there? Some fruity, licious? Yeah. Those are the commercials, all right. Anyway, uh, what was my point? Oh, so it never worked right. And so when I sent that in to get fixed, and I had to wipe the whole thing, right? All my retro right. stuff was wiped, right. all of it. It's like, fine, whatever, I'll start from scratch when I get it back. Got it back, got retro again, got my games, my mainstream games on there again, all this stuff going on again. But then I just kind of let it sit on the Game Pass. I was like, well, last time I was paying pain in the ass. How am I sure this is going to be any easier? And uh, our good pal Kevin, KT Data, in the chat room and in the oh, community yeah. sent me a little guide that was way simpler than the one I used Aww. before. Yeah. Looked it up, ran every single command that it said to do, did it meticulously because I didn't want to do it twice. Double checked all my syntax, you know. Don't want to have a character out of whack or a period in the wrong place, whatever. Mm-mm. Linux bullshit. Uh, I did all of that, <laughs> and it worked fine. And not only did it work fine, it's real good. It's real good. Really? Yeah. Shocking. That's, I'm shocked. That's actually yeah. That that is shocking because uh, you don't. You're not like hooked into the the dock and like using a no. a, a network cable. You're just Mm-mm. doing it over Wi-Fi, just right? over Wi-Fi. Not only that, I tried it on my slower Wi-Fi connection. I have two connections here, and right, it ran right. great on the slow one. I had no latency at all, and the fast one, I didn't, I couldn't tell any damn difference between the two. 
and I played, I don't know, speaking of Doom, we played a little Doom music in the pre-show. I played probably... Oh, and it was so good. Three, three hours of Doom Eternal on there <laughs> from 2019, and that game never glitched. I never had any kind of artifacting. I didn't have any lag or input lag. It was crazy how good it hmm. worked. So right. I just want to put it out there that I realize it isn't necessarily retro, but if you want to get your game pass on, it is turns out it's not as hard as it is it I thought that, it was. That is not I think it's absolutely retro because first of all, you can uh you, there's a couple of almost retro games on the game pass as well as uh the the Steam Deck is a retro gaming machine. Yeah, plus there's a pen that big Pac-Man 40th anniversary things on there and the Yes. You know, game Pass has all kinds of cool retro. If you're things. a retro gamer and you don't already have a handheld I, you know, the Steam Deck is is the way to go. If you can afford it, I agree. I know it's not super cheap, but if you can afford it, it's the way to go. Yep. Oh, get Dead Cells mm-hmm, is so mm-hmm. good on it. You're totally right, KT Data. So anyway, although I have that on Steam, so I don't really need to play it there. But the point is, if you're looking for low latency and a good time, <laughs> call me. No, uh, check it out. Game <laughs> Pass me. works great. And I'll uh, I'll put that link somewhere in the uh, oh, Discord so people can get it. My which, which reminds God. me, go to Discord, everybody. Wait. We want more of you awesome gamer retro types in there. Get in the Frog right. Pants Discord, frogpants.com slash Discord. And there's a whole bunch of channels. Uh, maybe you only care about the, the Play Retro one. That's fine. You're welcome there. It doesn't cost anything to get in. You don't need any codes or passwords. Just go to that link I just gave you and you're in. I feel ignorant and I feel ignorant because I just got an, I just got a message, uh, uh, from, uh, um, I just got a message on discord, by the way, uh, from skits. One of our, one of our friends, uh, sent me a link and I sent it to you to the vintage 1982 arcade defender handheld portable electronic game by Intex from Taiwan. I didn't know. I thought that was a prop they made for the movie. What? What? Look, Look at the at community that. bringing us a little information. We don't always do a lot of community stuff while we're doing the show, but is this man, what group played though? Group played this. This, this this is the one. This looks like the one. If it's not the one, it looks very up. much like it. That's so rad. What is this? C batteries in the back? It looks like right. I don't know. It's a good question. Do those <laughs> do those rotate around or something? That's what, you could play like against people. I don't. Know. I don't know what. That Look at is. all the buttons. Smart bombs. Yeah, that's bananas. Seventy nine yeah, bucks. There's a whole it's bunch a, of these things. I've never seen them before. It's pretty so banged now up. I have a new thing. This one's pretty banged up, but uh, that price isn't bad. I actually like the fact that it's banged up. <laughs> yeah, I kind of do too. If I'm honest, it, I like that. It's, it kind of makes it look really freaking badass. Yeah, go check I that like out. A uh, vintage 1982 arcade defender portable. Uh, right, and I'm gonna. So I'm gonna have to look back and look now and see uh, the from the movie to see if he's actually playing with one of these or if they just kind of reimagine it for the movie. Uh, because this thing looks awesome. It doesn't look like it's a real active screen. Those looks like it's little dots and stuff. I don't oh, know yeah. It's, this is absolutely one of those um, Game yeah. & Watch, basically, equivalents. Right. That's so how we'll those see. work. Ooh, game speed control. No thanks. Ooh, speed how up. How about slower how Defender? How about slow down Defender? Yeah. Good Lord, Defender. Anyway, that's what I was up to. Brian, when you've been doing a yeah. little something, what do you got uh, going on yeah. there? Yeah, so this this past week, I, I got turned on. Uh, I got turned on. Oh. Well, I was watching all this stuff about uh, about Defender and finding more about Williams and how that relates to Midway. Anyway, there was a new documentary a couple of years back called Insert Coin, and it kind of outlined uh, mostly the Midway years after they merged or after Williams took the name on of Midway mm-hmm. and we got into a lot of the Mortal Kombat stuff, but we did get to see some, uh, some, some early on stuff from Williams as well. 
Uh, it was just a few bucks. I think it was like three or four bucks on Voodoo's where I got it from. It's called Insert Coin. And I watched that and it was fan freaking tastic. I loved it. Those guys remind me of all of us, all of our friends. It's, yeah. it's like they weren't necessarily close friends. They weren't all like filmed in the same room, laughing it up as a bunch of. It was a bunch of uh, a bunch of people who were could get together and have fun, but they were also all self starters, individuals that you know would, would do well on their own and, and did do well on their own. Uh, but it was it's a really good watch if you haven't seen it yet. And I also was really looking for the arcade one up 40th anniversary defender that uh, they released a few years back. And I can't seem to find any anywhere, but I did find one on eBay. That's really tempting me. Mm. Uh, it, I sent, I put a picture in there uh, in the, in the show notes over there under picks links and picks. Oh yeah. Look at that. Um, and it's, it's, it's this little, it's the small tabletop one. It's not like the one that has the, the riser and everything else. This is the, this is the tabletop one, and it's, oh. it has. So when you say riser, I always think you just mean the little bit to make it tall for an adult, but you mean like the whole right. base when you say right, that. right, right. So this is just this, this is the tabletop one. This is I not like I the, like the this one, one dude. I want yeah. this. This is cool. This is freaking sweet. I can't find. They're not selling them anywhere. They're on QVC. They got clearance out at the end of last year for like ninety nine bucks, and they're all gone. Now I can do is go to eBay and go. Why is it four hundred ninety nine dollars? I want it for ninety nine dollars. Damn, that's expensive. I want it though. I just missed it, man. If I had have, if I had have been paying attention, if we had done this episode last year, I could have gotten one. Be uh, laughing all the way to the to the to the to the planet surface. Well, here's the one I got. Rescue. Hold on. <laughs> hear that? So look at this. I do hear that. Here, let me put it. Oh, up. it's one of those little tiny arcade things. It's yeah, like so the it's one little tiny uh, ornament type looking thing that you'd hang. It's got like a little thing to hang. It's got dust on it. Jeez. Anyway, you hang yeah. that on your on your it's like the real one on your tree or whatever. I have like seven of these. Uh, yeah, all the and Defender stuff. and Joust or just in general? Just Defender. I have Joust yeah. also, and I have Galaxian, I have Galaga, Pac-Man, oh, nice. Miss Pac-Man, and... Uh, Do you hang those in your tree? It seems like your tree would take a beating if you hung those things. They're, they're kind of heavy looking. They're about the size of your palm. You can grab it, like about yeah. the size of a cell phone, like an old flip phone cell phone yeah how big would you call it? i don't know one sixteenth scale or something i don't know that's i would guess so but all of them know. have it so if you Wait. push one of the buttons it just does a little like a little demo with some it's got some screen nothing's moving on the screen but it's flickering like an old screen does it have like five buttons like the uh defender did yeah with the, this has got a bunch plus the two oh yeah one two three yeah they i mean it's basically everything about it is is rendered out like that and even the top decal thing or the top uh marquee Right, um, is uh, backlit, so you get like an oh, I love on it. That. Yeah, I can't see it in the camera. Very Us well, and our but. toys, little screen is cute. I see. I love these things, but really making them uh, actually, you know, turn on and make noise is kind of useless to me because I would just like I want to play it, but I can't with that little stick. Yeah, there's no you way can. of playing that. And then the ones that come with the big fat stick for your thumb that ruins <laughs> the that ruins the illusion that this the is aesthetic. a tiny little version. Right, you know, it looks like a toy. So. What you need to do is 3D print yourself uh, playing, and that that would be yeah. That's the thing. Oh, make do. myself, make me a, a, a little make version of me. 16. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a printer. You'll have to make it for me. <laughs> well, I'll make you one. Oh, but you got an iPhone. You can uh, you can use some of that uh, 3D scanning software. Uh, scan yourself that's in true. to me, and I'll print you out. That's mm-hmm. true. Those are e- that thing's easy to use, right? Uh, 
<laughs> I mean, scanning's easy as long as you do it right. You do a nice three D scan, and then yeah, I send it's, you it's the a, file. it it gets tricksy. There's 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 tricks to it, and you can actually three D print some stuff that makes it easier. Some of the some of the software only scans like from the front facing camera, which gets complicated, and then others do it from the other side, and that gets complicated. But yeah, it's it's possible now. It's in our hands. It's in our hands. The way technology should have always been. All right. right. Well, on that note, let's talk about Defender. Shall we play a game? Now, if you want to look at the simple definition, Defender is a side-scrolling sort of back and forth, though, not one direction. A shooter video game developed by Williams Electronics 1980. It was released in arcades in 81. And uh, the game is set on either an unnamed planet or city where the player must defend waves of invading aliens while protecting little bitty astronaut peoples. Yep, and that's a this a broad, broad stroke because the arcade was uh, you know you got to go through the mountains and stuff, but the like does at least the Atari twenty six hundred version had the uh, the city. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and the city. Well, I have I have questions about why Atari does a lot of things, but it felt like Atari did that <laughs> because they didn't want to spend real money on something or no they want they had such crap hardware they that's about the best they could do I think, but, yeah i think it's a lot more complicated to draw uh diagonal lines uh, that were required for for mountainscapes versus just doing some blocks i think it just comes down to economy of of uh resources yeah there. or the talent yeah, of the yeah. developer or the whoever had the hey, but, or the time they had what they usually most of the times with atari uh it was like you have six weeks go yep six weeks six weeks and it sounded like this let me tell you my favorite thing about the sound of defender listen to when the enemies die there you hear it they go like they kind of have a like words at the very beginning of the clip when when defender first comes on it sounds like a robot voice that i've always tried to decrypt what it's saying is it actually saying anything or is it just a noise let me play it one more time and see I think they, it's, it's just it's just noise, yeah. but it, it almost sounds like come over here. Put your quarters in here and let's have a good time. <laughs> hey, you over there in the corner. <laughs> I don't know why he's he's like a one of those auction guys going. <laughs> Do I hear three, three? Um, yeah, it's a very iconic sounding game, and when I would hear Defender noise, I knew I was in a good place and I was about to have fun. Right. Um, then you must have been right. good at Defender. I sucked at it because I was one of the people who was and not I'm I'm a right-handed person. I'm not ambidextrous. Mm. And so looking at that controller the, with the up down uh navigation on a horizontal scroller and then having to use uh, a button to thrust. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't an analog button. It was, you know, it was like off on off on. Then you had it reverse to turn around. Oh my god, it was just, it was too many buttons. I couldn't do it. Yeah, the game is way better played today, even in its even in this like emulated uh, arcade form. If you yeah. play it with you know an analog stick and a, a you know a controller that's been mapped properly, right. then I think I think actually think Defender's a better game today than it was when it was out <laughs> because control on it was tricky. Now you might say, well, that's half the fun is mastering that. Sure, whatever. Right. I don't have that many quarters to practice like that, so I was never great. But I played a lot, and what bugs me is I only played 
this game in arcades, and then it, as if it never existed for me again. I never played the sequel, Stargate. Interesting. I never played right, yeah. two on some of these weird NES ports and all that. I never played any other version of it. Then this week I played all of them, but back then right, right. I only played the original. And in my mind, there only was one Defender, and it was this week, thanks to you and our research, that I even learned that Stargate is a sequel to Defender. I didn't know that. Right, right. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's I didn't know either. I didn't I didn't know anything about much about Stargate. I had seen it once or twice and I'm like, oh look, another Defender clone is what I thought because there was tons of Defender clones during the time. I I only played it mostly on the Atari 2600 version. So I had a very different experience because every time I went to the arcade, I would try to play Defender and yeah. the game was designed get better noob because when you started you know, it was designed to eat most people's quarters in the first 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, and yeah. then you would get better over time once you learned it. And I think that's one of the reasons why it would never have worked otherwise, because they would have to ch- change a lot of other gaming mechanics in the in the game if we did have that, like we have controls now. Because mm-hmm. I could actually play, if you know, you know, minutes, five minutes or so, just starting out when I map my controller properly. And I'm like, well, that wouldn't fly in the arcade biz. No man. Hell no man. No, no man. No man. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a hell of a thing. And I guess in some ways the the uh, the Atari folks like yourself had a better time because, again, you just got the stick and the button. Yeah. We was at home. We already bought the game. That's how you made your money. You sold the car. Atari said, here, here's your cart. Thank you for the money. Yeah. No, you can't return it. And, uh, you know, and that they didn't worry about it. So if you if you could play for hours and I used to as well, I used to I would play Defender. Literally, I played Defender all night long trying to roll the score. Uh, it's just you get into this this mindset is this is we've talked about it for the flow. And you just feel like you just you just you're just going left to right scrolling. It was my first true. Uh, it's probably my true first true experience uh, with like a shoot 'em up. Where I'm just, I, I didn't, I was like, oh, I really like this feeling of just, once you get into a certain point, you just zone and you don't even look at the actual mm-hmm. ship. You're just kind of, you're seeing the whole screen and you're just, you're making the movements based off that. And it's just, it's just. It's a also had a feeling of like, I'm going somewhere. There's mountains passing me. Yeah. I'm making distance, you know, even though it was ugly it's such in the a, 2600. It's it such a, it's such a fake out though. Cause it's like those, if you're really old, you probably remember those scrolling TVs with like a, 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 a background mm-hmm. and you just like a rotating over and over the same background. Yeah. Kind of like that. Just, even in the arcade, I think it's like three and a half screens or something yeah, like that. It isn't much at all, data. but it gave you the feeling that you were really covering some distance. And I remember yeah, feeling yeah. like this game did that better than any of them until um, Battlezone came out. That one, I felt yes. like I was going forever in places that I wasn't allowed to go. <laughs> like right. that game, that game, did, we had to do Battlezone at some point because that game was really something for its Oh, time. yeah. Battlezone is definitely coming. Yeah, but that was really yeah, cool. if, if I was at the arcade, I'd, I'd drop a quarter in here and I would instantly start uh, using my smart bombs because I knew that if I didn't use them now, you're going to die. I'd, yeah. I'd be dead in about 30 seconds. And I had left too many smart bombs up there on the, on the screen. They swarm you, uh, dude. You can't, there's them. no denying the swarm. The swarm is real. Well, yeah. And the swarm is, is primarily, especially in the early stages is the first early waves. Excuse me. We were, we still using waves like joust and, and those yeah. other kind of games. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, yeah, if you if you let a if if you let the alien come down, 
uh, and he he grabs one of the the humans on the planet. I think it starts out with ten or something like that. Mm-hmm. He'll grab a human. He'll go up, and if it makes it to the very top of the screen, uh, before you shoot him or save the uh, save the guy, uh, the it turns into the same ship. But then the little humans inside of it, and they go nuts. And yep. every, everything turns into magnets, and they're the no matter where you go, they're following you. So if you if you make the mistake of letting too many of them get a, a, a hijacked, abducted. And by the way, the game makes a noise too when they get abducted. And you're like, oh no. Yeah, no, it, it scares that, you. It, you. It intensifies. Like, oh no, somebody's getting kidnapped. You have to look up really quick. One of the great things about Defender, this is the first time I remember ever seeing this, is the uh, is the mini mini map. Right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah you, you can only see what's in front of you, but you can also see kind of where all the ships are in little dot form mm-hmm. uh, with different colors. Uh, they kind of give you indication of where stuff is at. Not that I ever had a chance to freaking make use of that. I would watch other people and go, oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. but okay. it might be the earliest version play. of this. So if you go play yourself some GTA or something you know, more modern, you might go, right. oh, yeah, I'm always used to having a little uh, map down there to tell me where yeah. I'm going. This might have been the first game to ever do that. I was know? trying to recall. I I, I know it was one of the I, – I tr- I, I'm very s- – resistant to saying this is the first one anything but i think this is the first time that i remember uh, a game scrolling to this this capacity horizontally yeah uh and it's the first time i remember seeing a mini map so mm-hmm. yeah i can't say it's the absolute first but it, it i don't know it had to be pretty early it's badass this game yeah i think defender is great one of its developers uh programmers sam dicker Dicker had this to say. Here he is describing his process and how they made games back then. Well, you have to be a science fiction fan. You have to be a programmer. You have to be kind of an artist. Uh, We actually have to first please ourselves, and we're about the the most finicky players around. We've played every game until we're bored of it. Just like a movie, you want to get lost in it. You want to forget that you're playing a game. You want to, uh, you know, when the game's over, you want to suddenly realize that you're in the arcade. (laughs) So what I like about this guy is it feels like that could have been like a modern day indie developer talking about their process yeah. right now. Yeah. And, and so, so little has changed in terms of what drives them to make cool games. And uh, that yeah. guy, that guy sounded like the, he could the have en- been 2020. The environment was very similar, I think, because Eugene Jarvis, which I've seen tons of interviews with this past week, uh, did, did allude or mentioned many times that it was just, you know, we, we believe in you. We've seen that you do some other things. Uh, and just, you know, make a game. And so you would go do your research. You'd go to the arcades, do some research, come up with an idea, and just start kind of hammering away at something with prototypes. That doesn't work. Try this. And yeah. Eugene Jarvis is just... He's he's great to watch. He's a, If you haven't seen any interviews with him, he's he's fantastic. No, he's, a, he's a legend. Dude's a legend. Yeah, legend. Yeah, no question about it. Real quick here, um, my favorite thing about learning more about the beginnings of where where, where Defender lands in the Williams universe in terms of timing, because prior right. to this, they were known for being kind of lords of pinball. Like they were, yeah. uh, they were everything in pinball, and their own promotional brochure for uh, that they would send out to arcades to try to get people to buy this Defender machine literally says this: first, the pinball universe; now, the world of video. Once again, yes. Williams reigns supreme. Wow. <laughs> yes, they were. Uh, they were still in a heavy competition. They were. They were still in heavy competition, right? With Ballet Midway at this point, also kind of in the same area as they were making pinballs, and they were. They were moving towards uh, electronic video game arcades, uh, and 
is yeah that but they they eventually when bally uh decided to kind of sell off the midway part i suppose uh that would that was going away i didn't even realize that until this last week when i watched that documentary mm-hmm. uh and insert coin and just did some research and i was like oh i did not i'd never put the two together but the same developers who were at the beginning with defender were kind of still working a little bit into when it turned into midway mm-hmm. and mortal combat and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff and cruising and it yeah, was a weird, weird era for the whole thing. Lots, lots of splits and joinings, and then going away entirely, and just an odd, an odd but history for those companies. Yeah, but you're right. It was much more of an indie mindset. They were literally creating uh, the the technology. They were, you know, everything was just. It was there was no real limits to what they could think of to try. What's wild they didn't to get, me? Here knows. What's wild to me is that Eugene Jarvis was a pinball designer. Uh, yeah. pinball machine designer and so him yeah him programming that stuff quote unquote programming it which you know there was some but it was mostly right. design it's like well if the ball goes up here and does this four times what is that going to mean and how do we do that mm-hmm. mechanically that seems like such a different skill set yeah. than applying that kind of thinking to video games but the dude did it not only with this game yeah. but more in the future and just was like a, a he's geni- he, a genius i think he started I think in some of the interviews, he said he started out with Space War, which a lot of people did, early 60s uh, mainframe kind of uh, game. And then he went on and, you know, he really fell in love with stuff like uh, Space Invaders and uh, Asteroids and all that plays here. He took what he saw and he he, he just he looked at the things he didn't like and he did this later on, too. And uh, he improved upon it, which is where you get. You know, a lot of innovation, lots mm-hmm. of times, you're not always the person who invents something. You're the person who figures out how to use it most efficiently. Yep. He's he's awesome. Real quick, another note about him that I like. Um, notable for, we've talked about Defender, obviously, but Robotron 2084, Cruisin', and a game that's not even that old, Nex Machina. Yes. Uh, or Machina. I don't know how they say Ma- it, because it's not Machina. like the Machina normally. Like Nex Machina. Right. Or, uh, 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 what am I trying to say? The Machina, X Machina. Sorry, that's what I was trying to say. I right, think right, they right. spell it differently. These guys, I think they want you to say Machina, but it doesn't matter anyway. It was it was what job he did or a collaboration he did with Housemark. Housemark makes amazing games, and you could argue that a lot of Housemark games, their dual stick shooter games, are directly yeah. inspired from the genre that um, Defender helped uh, create. Yeah, and so he came back in 2017 and helped them with this game. If you see this on sale on Steam somewhere or anywhere else, do not pass by. It's a rad game that is very cool, and it's got him written all over it. Um, you can get it I'm for like 15 bucks or something on Steam. It's very, very good. Don't forget Smash TV. You said that right. Did you say Smash TV? I did say Smash. Did I? Or it wasn't on the list. No, it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't on the list, Smash uh, TV, Jarvis. Those guys. Crap. You're right. It's on here somewhere. Yeah. But that's fine. Smash TV is going to get some. Yeah, episodes. he's not, a stud. We don't have to talk about it too much. That guy's great, and I love him. And also, when we get to talking about what kind of games can you play now that are a lot like Defender, uh, that's one of them. The other game, right. Rezo Gun, which is oh, basically yeah. a straight up Defender uh, love letter. Like it's Defender. You have little green yeah. dudes to save and everything. It's it's so good. It's like modern Defender with like particle effects and amazing stuff. I love that game. Defender is so much fun. I like I said, I I play more on the Tar Twenty Six Hundred, but man, getting to play at this, it, it, being able to actually not be hindered by uh, my learning curve versus the number of tokens in my pocket, really let me enjoy Defender to its to its fullest. I think I agree, and it was fun to play it. 
again in retrospect because this is I didn't know about the other games. I thought this right. I thought it was on its own. Um, I did play this on my Atari Fight Stick, and I want to let you know. I don't know if you have a Micro Center close to you, but the Atari I Fight wish. Stick with this a dual stick Fight Stick with the with the trackball in the center um, with replaceable components. Uh, Micro Center had it for like 120 this past week with the Raspberry Pi three. Either one of those is almost that every day of the week. So if you buy, if you need a Raspberry Pi, go get yourself a free Atari Fight Stick. And if you need an Atari Fight Stick, go get yourself a free Raspberry Pi, because that's that's kind of the deal right now. And Hold on, it works is that great. are they? I don't have a I don't have one here. So are they, can I get it online? Can someone get one no. and hold one for us? Now someone could someone could get you one if they were you have to actually buy lots the thing about Micro Center. They want you in that store spending your money because it is a sinkhole. You'll go in and be like, oh, I was gonna get one thing. Oh, oh, oh my god, I spent all my money. Yeah. Uh so that that's smart. That's smart on their part. Yeah. Uh but th- this this fight stick has six buttons on it. Uh, which is which is great for Defender, and I, they're not spaced out like Defender. Uh, but I I'm working on a, I'm I'm looking at uh, what's called OpenCade, yeah, and it allows you to uh, have a 3D printed uh, bottom case, and then the top you can kind of print out as you need, and you can just you can put it in the the configuration you want. And I'm really interested in that because I want to go play at the arcade Defender, and I want to. Whoop your ass is what I want to do, Scott. I'm ready. I wanna, Let's go. Let's go. I want to. I want to show you. I want to show you what it's all about. Okay. All right. That's tough talk from you. So let's do it. <laughs> that really. Is. Uh, hey, another game came along. You might be confused with uh, both movie and TV property, but that wasn't even around yet. And that would be Stargate. All right. Same. Ooh. Same year. Similar sound yeah. effects. A little bit more though. A little bit more complex there. Different enemies, different yeah. stuff to do. Sharper looking ship. This game is called Stargate, Stargate, and it may as well have been just called Defender 2, which I actually think it should have been. I think they have a branding problem here. Yeah, um, I wasn't sure. They, I, 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 I meant to look deeper, but there was some lawsuits, and I don't think it was from the Stargate people we eventually got to know as Stargate. I think it was something else was going on. I think it was the, with the Defender name and not the, the Yeah, Stargate it was something with Defender because... Um, I'm not. I'm a little surprised. There's very little about it to find and read. Right. So I don't know why they exactly did it, but it seems like well, we can't call it Defender Two, so let's call it Stargate. And I don't think that was a good idea. And here's my reasoning. I, when I was a kid, and I played Defender in the arcades, I loved it. And if you said, "Hey, Defender Two is down at the arcade," I'd lost my mind. Let's go. Let's go right now. But yeah. instead, people yeah. are like, I don't know. You're a kid. You're not really nuanced. You don't know what the hell's going on. So somebody no. says, let's go play Stargate. What the F are you even talking about? I don't it changes know. the dynamic of your expectations, like you're saying. Entirely Defender means, I mean, when you see Defender, you're like, oh, I know what I'm supposed to be doing with this game immediately. I'm supposed to be defending uh, these these humanoids down here. This one's called Stargate, and there is a Stargate. That's what's added to this time around. Inst- yep. Instead of just hyper-jumping, you can also hit a Stargate. And I think this is what doesn't the Stargate take you directly to anyone being kidnapped, I yep, believe, if I remember correctly. Yeah, to the closest and, one. There might be two happening right, at once, exactly. but you go to the closest one. Yeah. Right. And it's it's in specific areas. That guy did a good job of catching the human, by the way. When you shoot the uh, abducting ship, if you shoot it, the the human will fall, you grab him with your ship and you land him safely, hopefully. Yeah. If you don't shoot him like I do. But you're right, the <laughs> expectation if you had heard Defender, you'd be like, oh, I'm defending things. Stargate doesn't elicit any of that emotion. It's no, just, it just sounds like a different game. 
you know? Yeah, just like and a that, different game. And it is a different game. You know, it's an up, but it's an update. This isn't that different from Defender. It's a no. lot like it in almost every way. And it's way. not even the most important part of the game. Start is just one aspect of the game. So, yeah. Mm, I don't yeah. Know. It's interesting, though. Um, and it was quick, as often these things were back then. They didn't take years to make sequels. They Mm-mm. very quickly wanted the money. <laughs> so they're like, all right, <laughs> make another one. Uh, this one had a working volcano, which I always appreciated. I love that, but I was kind of yeah. confused why it, it was more like the star fields in the back. It didn't seem to cause any uh, damage to my ship, and I was really freaking out at first because I was like, "Oh no, look out!" No, I think it's purely right purely stuff. cosmetic. I think that effect. Yeah, it's purely cosmetic, which is yeah. which is cool. You know, they they just ramped it up. They said, uh, "Let's do Defender and let's ratchet it up a little bit." And I did not like some of the new uh baddies though the uh what was it they had some really weird names fire bombers they should just call them all quarter suckers because that they're just harder they're harder space guppies there's freds big reds munchies the munchies the ones i hated yeah munchies like our little a little pac-man like little things i don't know what they're doing there yeah they suck they can eat a turd i hate them not a fan. What, are, what the crap are space homes are they just like make noises Mm. (laughs) i don't know but I didn't realize this, that's what they're really called. They're called space hums. Space hums. And this was actually developed. So uh, if you watch the video that I've talked about a million times, where's my royalty money for this? Yeah. Uh, insert coin. Uh, uh, Jarvis and Damar are, are left Williams and had their own indie studio for a short time called Viz Kids. And they're the ones who developed uh, this hmm. Stargate and oh, okay. still. Still published through Williams, I guess maybe subcontracted. I'm not sure exactly what all the legalese was on it, but it was developed specifically by them in their indie indie studio. Yeah, I know that's a guy right. named Jarvis up the street. His name is not Eugene, though. I just that's just Eugene. a little aside. Yeah, I wish it was did- Eugene. And I've told him before. I said, "Dude, you didn't make Defender, did you?" <laughs> and he always looked at me like, "What are you talking about?" He doesn't know. Why are you, why are you so stupid? Hey, yeah. so Eugene, that's did did this guy have any choice but to become a video game developer? I, I, mean, I think I feel like there, there's something written in the contract when you're born, Eugene. Right. You just have to work in video games. I think. Yeah, my name is Brian. I mean, I was pretty much destined to be a nerd. I mean, that yeah, was that was the was, rule with Brian's. Yeah. But white, you have to be white and 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 a nerd. Yeah, yeah. And boring. How many and, black guys do you know named Brian? I don't know any. I actually know a few, believe it or not. Good. That's because I'm on. The, it's it's kind of like break the stereotype. When you have a particular. Well, it's kind of like when you have a particular car. Suddenly, you see that car everywhere. So oh, yeah, that's a good point. Brian's yeah. a particular kind of car, and we like him. We like his car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not very efficient on the highway, though. Your your fuel your fuel efficiency is uh, no. You put, you put me on the road, and I am like, you're gonna have to be feeding me some McRibs, and that's just going to cost you a lot of money it's not a good idea <laughs> that's, that's true so according yeah. to the game this uh, terrain they call it which is just a wireframe of mountains uh inhabited by a small number of humanoids enemy ships fly overhead the goal is to destroy the enemies to prevent the humans from being captured again yeah it's pretty much defender it's uh, just defender yeah. but with a few new gimmicks uh same uh same strategy for the most part uh the one thing we didn't talk about with defender is how it kind of uses like that asteroid momentum thing. So mm-hmm. your ship's flying in one direction. Even though you're like in the atmosphere, you still like you fly one direction, hit the reverse button. Yeah, there's a reverse button. How lame is that? Uh, and you flip it around. You kind of could float for a second, which is cool because I like, I like, I like shooting things as I'm backing away from them. I don't like shooting things when I'm going towards it. Yeah, no, I li- I'm with you. Back, or, it's like strafing in, in a 2D plane. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Whenever I'm shooting something and moving towards it, I have a tendency 
to just suicide right into it. Yeah. I don't mean to. It's just like, ah, I just, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's weird, but I don't like it. I don't know what it is about you just describing that. It makes me want to make custom Doom, original Doom levels. Why? Why is my brain gone there? Something <laughs> about what you were describing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You got you to strafe, baby. You got to roll back. Oh, it's the strafing. That's things. what it is. I was talking yeah, about strafing, and it made me think of Doom. Is it the, is it the Defender uh, uh, Jibs Gibbs? Is the Jibs Gibbs. Yeah. I don't know. Star yeah. Gibbs. It's the, the Bee Gees. Uh, it's Stephen Gibb. I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's move on to a game called Strike Force, which came out 10 years later, 1991. Yeah. This is after Jarvis and Damar returned to Defender to assist in the making of this limited release arcade distribution. Here's what that mm. sounded like. Whoops, why is it quiet? That's because yeah, it's the wrong one. It's like Defender. Here it is. This one's a weird one. Yeah. You might not have seen this in the arcade because it's pretty limited. Yeah, this is this. I did not for sure. This I did not either. Absolutely not in my radar at all. But look at this weird thing, chat room. Look at this freaking video. Like clearly, they got a little parallax scrolling, and yes, you're yeah. rescuing dudes. Uh, but you've got rotational shooting. Um, We're still sprite based, but it looks everything is uh, smoothed out and got shadows and stuff, so it looks more 3D, right? I guess so. It's an odd look for a thing that's kind of Defender, but not... It looks like a Defender ripoff, is what it looks like to me. Yeah, yeah. It actually looks a lot like some of the crappy Defender rip ripoffs that came later, so it's kind of feeding back into itself. But once again, you're still doing your Defender thing. You're you're uh, picking up humans and uh, saving them from the aliens, and, you know, it, it, we're in the jungle this time, apparently, which is weird. Yeah, and we, you Whatever. know, on the show, we always make a joke out of uh, Choplifter. I don't yeah. think Choplifter exists without defender because it's oh, basically yeah. the same concept yeah. it's just a helicopter yeah. and a jungle but for the most part it's the same rescue the dudes kill the bad guys go back to base or in this, you're done yeah or in this case you destroy the prehistoric beings pterodactyls and you still get your mini map though right yeah i do like how the little dudes are um bouncing all over the place and you're having to pick them up and they hang like idiots and i don't know there's some, there's some <laughs> I fun i never that was one of the mechanics in uh, Stargate Defender Two that I never could quite get in hand. Uh, if you if if you played if you played uh, Defender, it would show you tips if you hit for certain buttons during the uh, during the track screens and stuff. Uh, I don't know if that was in Part Two or not, but I did learn something that I was supposed to do in Defender Two, I believe, where you pick up the humans, you can you can stack them. So like you have like three of them together. And then you blast through the Stargate, and something's supposed to happen. I don't you win or something? I can't mm -hmm. remember, but mm -hmm. it was I, I it was point it was pointless to know what it did because I could never carry more than I got two one time, I think. Oh really? Wow. <laughs> Look at you, big man. Once for five seconds. Yeah. I wasn't shooting them. Yeah, not not ooh, I didn't know you could change up your weaponage. Look at this, different ordinance. Yeah, there's uh, weapon pickups in this one. Oh, uh so cool. they, they added some new things that were, you know. Look at the look at the screens. It reminds me of Smash TV. Oh yeah, big time. The color palette yeah. here and the style, yeah. totally. And this would have been near that, right? Smash yeah, TV yeah. was close to this, I think. Closer, probably than Defender. Using, probably using whatever quote unquote engine they had devised for that for this. Exactly. Yep. yep. Um, it's okay. It's just weird and rare, and I don't have any love for it because I just don't remember seeing it. But yeah. it's entirely possible it's this is a fine game. I I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking at it, and I just don't see how it could be a fine game. But whatever. <laughs> now, the one you were playing at home sounded terrible. It sounded like this. That part's all right. 
It's like, how do you know you're on Atari? Because I'm hearing the same four sounds over and over in different language or yeah. different volumes. That's why. Uh, I, I have too much nostalgia for this one to give it any crap. Yeah. I I don't mind giving Atari 2600 the crap it deserves, but with this one, it's too much nostalgia to 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 go that I didn't like it. It's just Can't. such a blinky it. mess, though, man. Like I don't know. It's- I love the actually the, the so, okay. So some of the things that were limitations on the Atari, they the, this is actually a really this is one of the best arcade ports on the Atari 2600, in my opinion. Low and bar. one of the reasons why is because <laughs> uh, some of the things that the hardware limited to them to, they actually kind of improved some parts of Defender mm. and kind of made it their own. Uh, like uh, this this firing thing that happens when the ship is firing, Yeah, uh, this allowed me to to play a lot longer because when you fire your ship disappears obviously because there's not enough resources to render both the ship and the fire <laughs> and the firepower right <laughs> right so as, as a result you're 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 invincible for just a second uh oh, while you fired of course Lord. there's a, there's a, you only can fire so fast you got only one button on the atari 2600 and the stick yeah uh and i i like that part and plus also it, your uh thrust is you know left and right because you could have a joystick uh, you're, it simplifies the controls a lot. If you go all the way to the top of the screen and you hit the button, that's when you jump to hyperspace. Uh, if you go all the way into the city, then down at the bottom, then you hit the button and you you do the smart bomb, which is great because that's usually when you need to use it anyway because you see that somebody's about to be abducted. The ships that are abducting, instead of just picking up people like a claw machine like they did in the arcade, they actually have like a little nice little laser, like a little, like a little tractor beam uh, that pulls them up. You know what's and, weird though uh, is like the mini map up top is nonsense. It doesn't actually tell you anything. It's it's really hard because what it's trying to do is it it does you get used to the flashing. There's a lot of flashing, even more for the mini mini screen because it it has to refresh, and so it's it's off almost as often as it's on, mm. uh, and so it, you get used to it after a while, and you kind of yeah. But but at first it's very disorienting. Uh, I'm not going to say it's a great game, but I will say it was, I thought it was a pretty good, uh, it means a lot to me. How's that? It means That's a lot to me. Totally, and I thought it was totally a pretty fair. I also think they made a vast improvement for the 5200. Um, they oh, were, yeah. It was almost arcade. Yeah. Perfect. This is almost yeah, arcade perfect. They've still got some issues. Yeah. It's a little slower paced, which maybe that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I never had this console, so difficult to say, but a little bit of sound from it here. Things got a little better in those days on the sound front. Yeah, um, we, we were yeah. we were no longer in the city. We were uh, we were back in our mountainous areas. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy this guy always doesn't know what he's doing. He's shooting the people. He can... Yeah, this person's bad. <laughs> They're bad. Oh, and they still won the wave. Bad. So well done. Uh, Wait, well, that. Well, I also want to say they're bad, but I also want to uh, uh, preface that with well, I want to say this. Th- this had the this had the the paddle kind of the joystick two button mm-hmm. but it also had the pad thing yeah remember the little button oh, yeah. pad thing yeah. number pad it was garbage yeah you had to like that's where some of your programming was at you had to like drop down there to do some stuff i'll never understand how there were ever meetings at Art- atari nolan bushnell in the room and they're all like guys yeah. guys what do you think of this kludgy nightmare for a controller I don't know, man. We're on some. We, I've got so much pot in my system. I could probably say no or yes, and it'd be the same. Like they didn't right. know what they were doing. Put, yeah, I want to put a remote control down at the bottom of a, uh, of, a, of, a of a of a regular Atari stick. What do you think about that? Sounds great. So we're actually going to be bad. more. Let's like let's take the paddle and put a and put a stick on that. 
Yeah. And then put some uh, put a phone phone uh, pad at the bottom where you can dial phone numbers. Yeah. I mean, basically, they they didn't. <laughs> nobody knew what ergonomics was back then. I understand that, but right. I just don't know how you put those prototypes in your hand and went, "Oh yeah, this is next level, baby." Yeah. Like yeah. the simplicity of a stick and a button. That was pretty I good mean, on the first Atari. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the best, but it was it was it was simple and straightforward, and you knew how to use it, and you could hand it yeah. to a grandma or a kid, and they'd both know what to do with it. That new controller or anything in television made or any of this thing dangled weirdness. Yeah, I got an just, Odyssey two back over here. This is a pain in the butt could control. I'm looking at it right now, just looking at it with with disdain. Oh yeah, I bet that one's a rough one. <laughs> That's got to be rough. Well, like ClecoVision and Television, all those guys had the. Uh, had the pad. I don't know why. I ought to smile at to uh, listeners. Tell tell me the game that made all of this worthwhile. Because I I can't think of any games that was like that no. this is great for. No, what game in any of that era in television? Fifty two hundred, seventy eight hundred. Uh, yeah. What was pushing uh, this? Yeah, this idea. I wonder. What is, were you doing fake phone calls? Were you doing? Right. Were you, did you think big games are gonna? You know, Nintendo will do this. They'll do a gimmick, three D or you yeah, know, a motion control or whatever, and then they'll a bunch of games will be built around it. Were there a bunch of games that said enter the code on the phone thing? Like maybe? that's a good question. Were they, were they looking at maybe a passcode entry? Maybe that that might would be a good i a good use for it. I like guess uh, so. I don't yeah, know. just a beast, but I, dude. But they didn't have batteries in those, though. Did they? Where were they stored? I don't know. I don't know either. It's dumb. I don't know. Let's just say it's dumb. It is dumb. It's dumb. I like I said. I don't understand the purpose. I've never played any game that made use of it that I thought was worthwhile. Yeah. But what do I know? Yeah. I well, I'll tell you what. You know. You know the truth. The truth is. The 5200 right. controller is an abomination, and they should be embarrassed. Whoever made it, who made <laughs> it, it happen. should be embarrassed. They should be embarrassed. It's embarrassing. <laughs> That thing. Uh, all right. There's that. But then, did you know this? Uh, the Defender the defender I had the most fun this week outside of the original arcade release. That's still my favorite. Yeah. But the one I had the most fun with was this. Okay. We need to understand something here real quick. Why did they make a Defender game for the NES that had that intro music? That's, got That's what I was to curious do. about. It's kind of fun. It's like the the fun before the storm. I don't know. I guess I just it's to me it's a head scratcher because it's such a weird aesthetic choice. But the game itself, great, dude. Yeah, it's great. It's and they it's, finally was able to call it Defender Two. Apparently, they got all the the legal issues worked out, or they just said we're releasing this for the Famicom first, and we're going to call it Defender. Yeah, Two. and it plays really well. It's perfectly yeah. suited for the gamepad. Um, it's fun, like tight. Yeah. It has a tight kind of control to it, and it just makes a huge difference. And and this too, by the way, uh, is basically Defender. Or sorry, it is basically Stargate. Stargate. Yeah, yeah, because it's got the Stargates and it's got the. I don't know if they have the mountain that shoots the poo out of it, but the little dudes right. look like they are who they are. And there's just something about this that played so good for me. This is the right. one I'm probably going to go back and mess with more. I liked it a lot. I, I did too. It is really fast. This one's a very Defender-ish. It's a really good port for the for the NES. Mm-hmm. It looks, yeah, I was kind of shocked that NES was able to actually pull most of what it did. But I guess it makes sense once you really start breaking it down. But yeah, this is a good port. It looks Sorry. good. It doesn't blink out of control. It doesn't have the no. problems the NES used to have with like uh, slowdown and some of that. It's just a nice, mm-hmm. clean 
tight looking arcade port and um I don't know. Plus hats, you get to plus off. you get to go do your left and right for your thrust. Yes, the uh, way it should you, be. Yeah. Not this bullshit thing, reverse key. Come on. Uh yeah, that was that was my that was my favorite to play. And the only reason that it's not number one is because I also played a similar control scheme for the ROM I played of the arcade one. So it also didn't yeah. have to deal with reverse keys or any of that. Yeah, so. if you can, uh, if that's the way I would, if 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 you have the patience and the time uh, to have your controller already configured for your your MAME emulation, knock yourself out. That's probably the best way to do it. Defender One is a classic, it's legend. Now let's jump fifteen years into the future, and um, and and wonder at this. That sounded pretty good. Yeah, it's all right. Oh, getting a little bit of music here. Yeah. Pretty sure this is the Jeff Minter joint, I think. I believe, yes, it is the Jeff Minter joint. It is for the Defender 2000 Jaguar. Atari Jaguar. Atari really liked uh, the Defender. They really really loaded it up. They did, and they they did like they did with Tempest 2000, which was filled it full of cool techno music and made it very... uh, Loud and visual, disco-ish. All what's the word? It's not really disco. It's like these neon explosions and stuff. It's very colorful. Old Mentor knows what he's doing for the most part. Yep. Sometimes, yep. And I'm a big fan of those soundtracks. I had a CD version of the Tempest 2000 soundtrack. Played the right. shit out of that in my car. <laughs> oh yeah, a, yeah. It was a cool. It was a cool soundtrack. And this was tr- trying to attempt to do the same thing. This was Atari going. We got a new hot new console, our 16-bit console. Uh, we're here to compete with the big boys. And we got a ton of great uh, ideas, and most of it involves going super modern with these new, with these old ideas, and that's what they did here. Yeah, um, and I, I like yeah. this one because this one has three modes of play. You can play the classic version, which is really a really good port of the uh, original Defender, and then you could play this uh, uh, the Defender Plus. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that one as much because it was kind of like. Uh, is like a cross between that and the actual main game, which is the Defender 2000. Which, by the way, I couldn't play. It mm. was it mm. was way too much mania for me, man. Yeah, I, I didn't just, enjoy it very much. I think it's a little much. I think Tempest 2000 holds up. I don't think. Yeah, this Tempest 2000 is good. Yeah, I think yeah. this is a little bit weird. I liked what they were going for. Just didn't feel right. Um, right. I do it's, like it, at the end of the level. The yeah, little they have the little shirtless guys dancing. I do like that. Yeah, when you when you cleared uh, when you cleared a planet or yeah. a, a wave or whatever, it would uh, they would all like hands across America dance and turn into yeah. little here they are right here, chat. rainbows. Here Look at these guys; they all hop out. Look at them all. This is how I this is how I this is how I wanted to describe this Defender 2000 for the Jaguar. If you're a Jaguar fan. This is a showcase game. It's awesome. It's fast. It runs really well on the Jaguar. It looks good, and it really shows off the hardware. If you're a Defender fan, it's got the classic version on here. Yep. You know, just play that. <laughs> just do that. Yeah, just play that. It's fine. It's a pretty good version of that on a collection, a Williams collection on um, Genesis that I used to really like. Yeah, there was there was a really good Williams collection uh, that was on, I believe it was, I think it was on the GameCube, PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, several uh, consoles. Good, pretty, good. Pretty ports. sure it came with. Uh, let's see, Joust One. Um, yeah, can't remember everything. At least Joust One. <laughs> At least Joust One and Defender, right? Yeah, Defender. The two you care about. Those are on there. Yeah, the two you care about. 
Uh, and other things. Yeah, and other things. That's right. Okay, now let's get a little weird. <laughs> let's talk about the worst port of all time. And, yeah, uh, and unfortunately, we've we've praised the Game Boy Advance many times in this show, and the and last couple of times we've just stumbled across a few of uh, not so shiny jewels. Let's call them stinkers, really. Um, yeah, here's some of that. I do like the yelling aliens, though. Big fan. Uh, it reminds me of Quake, and that part is kind of hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's um, just not enough to save the game. No, it's a bad game. Um, I, it's hard for me to even put my finger on what makes it so bad. It's just, it's just bad. So, what makes it bad, Feels in my bad. opinion, is the yeah, yeah the fa- we're, lo- we're on a really small screen, so you have to make the sprites much larger. Defender is already cramped when your when your ship is really small because of the speed that that's expected from going from side scrolling, uh, and since this thing is like is pretty large on the screen, you can't hardly even turn around and fire once before you run slap into something. It's just it's too cramped. It's just yeah. too cramped. Yeah, I'll give it a little bit of love for the screaming alien death guys, but that's about it. Right. Not, not and it a, carries on the uh, the idea of uh, wh- which one was it? The Strike Force. It kind of it's more of a Strike Force game because that was the one, and they probably chose this way because Strike Force was set in that prehistoric age or whatever. So you're fighting, you know, dinosaurs and different things. So I I, I think they figured that the Defender name would be more you know marketable, but yeah. it's pretty much Strike Force. And, yeah, and it's not. Seen. It's not great. No, um, and it was only European only, so I won't say too much about it. Ha ha! Look, that you got you got the crap. Europe, suck it. Yeah, and they had a really. This was basically the GBA's attempt to capture what they did do in a pretty good way for Xbox, PlayStation, and GameCube. They all got a really nice 3D uh, game that was pretty good, right? Um, but it's it's garbage. It's not great. It's garbage poo. Uh, a few others are worth mention. Drop Zone, I never played. Um, yeah, that's a well-loved drop zone clone, def- Defender clone. Everybody loves that. People are fans of that business there. Yeah. Um, Attack of the Mutant Camels. I, I love that one. I had never seen this one before, and I, I when I was looking for uh, Defender clones, this is one that showed up, and it's just what it sounds like, Mutant Camels in Defender. Yeah, it's it's, it's okay. If you're around in 99, you could have picked up the Joust and Defender Game Boy Advance Arcade Hits Collection, which was excellent. I love this. Yeah. If I had, if I would, this is very inexpensive. You go to price chart and you can find there's tons of these pumped out. Joust and Defender for the Game Boy Color. I want to pick up a copy of this. Or I said Game Boy. I said GameCube. Didn't I, I meant Game Boy Colors. Oh, you did time. you? I'm sorry, Game Boy Color. No, yeah, my yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, they they play great yeah. though. They're really good versions of these two games. Yes, they yeah. really were, and they almost had like a unique blending of of uh of the graphics mm-hmm. i really liked how joust look you know joust has a real sharp uh clear look to it when you're playing the arcade but for some reason the way they had to like make it smaller and the the, the sprites were kind of uh uh what's, what's the word like a dithered somewhat mm-hmm. it, it looks really good yep pretty awesome I stuff it. yeah i like it too i like them a lot i also really like the art play. on those machines i thought they all had great art oh yeah on work. the side and such. Um, if we need you, to talk about that one day. Arcade art and the artist who did it because there was a real a real talent there. Yeah, I would agree. Stuff. Um, you would argue, or you could argue, that Sinistar 
is the true follow-up to the Defender series, but I would actually argue more that Sinistar is a combination of what was happening with Asteroids combined with what was going on with Defender. And I think to great success, uh, at some point on this show, we need to do a deep dive into Sinistar. Oh, if nothing else, for the great Sinistar sound. Oh, yeah, man. That guy yelling at me while I'm walking past the arcade. He's such a dick. Yes. He's such a turd. He's such a dick. Did you know that you can build... Uh, Defender from the source code yourself on GitHub? No. Mm-hmm. No. True this story. True. That's crazy. I think about three years ago or so, they released the source code uh, and put it right there on the GitHub. And I would be curious what people are doing that. Yeah, or anyone making also, cool mods or doing something goofy with yeah. it? I'd like to see can that. Can you even do that? Yeah. I don't know what you can do with the source code. I'm sure you could do almost anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you ever play any of the... Sh- so, you know, Defender made it it at least passed through uh, the shockwave of uh, uh, excitement. Remember shockwave? Remember that? No. Flash. You remember shockwave? The no. flash stuff. Oh, oh, you mean shockwave? The like the text slash the platform. technology. Right, yeah, right, the right, technology right. shockwave. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I thought you meant a game yeah. named shockwave. I knew a no, transformer. No, That'd be cool too. <laughs> There's a transformer named shockwave, but I don't think that's who you mean. Oh, I get. There's still shockwave.com still to the place. I'm afraid to click on it. Really? Uh, is yeah, did somebody did somebody buy this? Certainly somebody bought this. And I guess it's online games. I didn't know that was still exist, but that was a big thing for a while. Uh play the video games in your browser using the Shockwave plugin. And Defender was right in there with all of them. Mm-hmm. Having a good time. Defender's mm-hmm. great, man. Nothing wrong with Defender. No. Um, and if your wife gets yelled at by a stranger in a parking lot. Defender. Okay. Defender. Pick her up and uh and don't drop her. That's right. Um and I'm gonna go I'm probably gonna play this later on my I got my own one up uh, little mini arcade unit deal. It's not the desktop like one you're looking at, but it's a tall, you know right. regular unit. A child like a, a small junior high uh freshman could play it and not I would, sit. I would love to sit down with the arcade one up people and just go, Why man? Why why did you <laughs> Yeah. Is there that much money in Rise? Are y'all saving that much money on risers? Are y'all making that much money on risers? I need to know what what y'all are doing with the economy yeah. of riser. What is it's what weird. are you doing? It's weird. I don't get it either. I don't like it. Like oh, it's, sorry, it's got it's gotta be a financial thing. It's it's gotta be, I don't know. It's like, oh, if we made this much uh weight, then we could save this many much monies or if yep. we sell the risers separately we can make a 200% profit off just a piece of wood i i don't know but it's i would just want to just it kills me all right if me. you want to play the the proper great grandson or great granddaughter depending on how you want to look at it great granddaughter of, uh, of defender i i seriously i'm showing it on video now but i seriously cannot recommend enough rezo gun it was originally a playstation 4 oh, exclusive yes. it's now I think all over the place, but you can get it on PlayStation Plus. It's also just there on the cheap. I think I paid four bucks for it. Um, yeah, uh, those guys over at Housemark they make really great games. Uh, really cool, like particle effect stuff going on in this game. The dudes are green. You need to save them. It's just that it's that game again, but in a new a new way. The the levels are more circular instead of you know just going from one end to the other and repeating yeah, itself. Yeah. So they just have a different take on it, but man, what an awesome game! Please. Underrated, underplayed. Should play it. Yeah, so good. Right now. I may play it right now after we're done Do with playing this. Why? We're we're playing games now. Yeah, I'm playing game. I'm, the show's over. I'm playing this game. 
Uh, and then a lot of people like Terra Bomber. I never played this. Yeah. Does any good? So it's on the Switch. I haven't played it either. I, I was doing some uh, what, what you could be playing like Defender now, like 20, uh, 2020, I believe, when Terra Bomber came out, something like that. It's yeah. on Steam right now on sale for like a dollar or something. And I so I was like, ooh, well, I might have to play this. Now, this does look retro. Uh, it with you know the simple uh simple graphics sure but yeah it's supposed to be a defender like yeah it's got bombs though which is kind of cool you can shoot you can yeah. shoot stuff on the ground so in some ways it's like scramble um scramble another big game i loved playing as a kid but uh you know the side scrolly <laughs> bit the mini map on top it's definitely uh from then i don't know how it controls i'd like to see yeah, i mean if it's only like a buck i may just go get this why not yeah it's like a buck something super cheap yeah who cares i'll do that I wonder if it's deck certified. Doesn't matter. It'll make it work. <laughs> most of the time, not most of the time, but a lot of times when they say it's not ready for deck, they work. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. They're I don't just, know if they've they got really high standards, and that's good. Do you it's think they thing. just don't stay? They just don't update the list very often, or you know, people. There's so many games on Steam. There's not I, like a guy at Valve going, "Oh yeah, shit, I got another game today that got yeah. certified." Oh no. I'm, I'm sure it's like a combination of. Uh, the developer having to be contacted and, you know, I'm sure it's some kind of process. I'm sure it's paperwork involved. Yeah. You're probably not uh, wrong there. So yeah, if you're, if you're feeling a little frosty, go check out uh Terra bomber or Rezo gun, both excellent, excellent entries mm-hmm. uh, into the uh, deal. I am defender. Um, I played a lot as a kid and I have, yeah. have fond feelings and I'm really glad we covered it because I wasn't yeah. expecting to have as much fun as I did. Scott recommended this one, and immediately I was like, uh, yes. Yeah, it's classic, man. Plus, Great you arcade idea. people. You get antsy if we don't cover your stuff often enough, you know? That's right. You 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 miss your arcade action. Yeah. Once in a while, we'll get an email going, how come you didn't talk about no arcade game this week? Like, okay, all right. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Settle down. Sorry, we had to have our GameCube moment. Oh, I see Kevin in the chat had uh, bought a GameCube because <laughs> of last week. We, we made him spend oh, money. Oh, yeah. Nice. Not GameCube, Game Gear. Bought it on Game um, Gear, that too. Uh, Facebook Marketplace, he said. Ooh, nice. Does it work? Do you have to recap that, baby? I don't know. I was eating dinner out where he lives, kind of in his neighborhood. And um, yeah, they, I forgot they had a, a, a nickelcade there. So oh, basically, it's the arcade, you just go in there and you pay like two, 250 in nickels. And they yeah. give you a stack of nickels worth of $2.50 worth. And then you just go in and just spend nickels on arcade games all day. It's fantastic. Ooh, that's what I'm talking about. Can't I got some enough. nickels. Yeah. Oh, you do have some. Well, then I got good news yeah. for you. Next time you're in Salt Lake, there's like, I don't know, five of these or something. And they have uh, all really good shape, like legit machines and right. a few too many of the ticket machines for my taste, but most oh, of it's games. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's where you make your money at, though, right? Is it? I don't know. I don't know what they do with that, because I feel like for every pair of plastic vampire teeth they give away, because <laughs> you had right. enough tickets... Uh, there's some poor guy who just put his life savings in one of those things. So, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I was talking about for the for the house. The house always wins. I wasn't talking about good for the people. Oh, I see what you mean. The, yeah, the yeah, yeah. The house yeah. does win. It, it is kind of gambling for kids. Yeah. Those ticket. Machines. Oh man, you've never seen like they forget ugh. when I go with the kids or when I used to go with the kids uh, when they were like eh, between eight and twelve. That's yeah. like the worst time to take a kid to the uh, ticket machine mm-hmm. <laughs> because oh, yeah. they lose sight of the game itself and the, the collecting the tickets becomes the game. And so they're literally just tossing in in any game. Doesn't matter what, just as fast as possible to complete the game, to get the tickets 
and to keep moving. Yeah, and it's a like, crack. It's, for them, it's just a crack dose. It's like, give yeah, me more. Give me more like, crack. Oh. And their crack is seeing that thing go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's out. like, how about you enjoy the game mm-hmm. and the tickets are just a bonus? How about that? No, no, no. <laughs> it's almost predatory. It really is. Like that whole business model is just like a little skeevy. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. like it. A little bit, a little bit. And then you come up and you go like, uh, you know what? Forget the ticket stuff. How much can I buy that thing for? Mm-hmm. Some places will be cool and give you like a cash price, but other places like, nope. Yeah, that nope. Sorry, if you want that plastic fish that's worth nothing and you can't do anything with it, that'll be yeah. 9 billion tickets, please. Look, man, I just want to get out of here and I can't leave because my kid wants that stupid thing and I'm not going to feed any more. T- Whatever. How much are the <laughs> chattering teeth? Uh, 4,000 tickets. Dad, we have to get more Dad. tickets. Oh, it's that time of year again. Man, look, this year you've got serious goals, okay? The Factor is here to help you achieve each and every one of those goals. Fuel up fast with ready-to-eat nutritious meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your ever-growing to-do list. I want you guys to get America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit and start saving time, eating well, and living your best year ever. Head to Factormeals.com slash Retro50 and use the code Retro50 to get 50% off your first box. By the way, Factor is now owned by HelloFresh, so there's something there for everyone. I love switching between the brands. And now you can enjoy both brands at a discount. Are you too busy to cook? I understand. Well, with Factor... Skip the uh, trip to the grocery store. Skip the chopping. Skip the prep and all the cleanup, too. Factor fresh, never frozen. Oh, that sounds so good to me. And these meals are ready in two minutes or less. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy, no matter your lifestyle. They've got delicious flavor-packed meals to help you live your life to the fullest and make the most of your goals. Are you trying to do keto, calorie smart, vegan maybe? How about uh, Protein Plus options? Well, they're all on the menu prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. Each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor-packed meals delivered straight to your door ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Achieve and maintain your 2023 goals with Factor. Head to factormeals.com slash retro50 and use the code retro50 to get 50% off your first box. That's Code Retro50 at Factormeals.com slash Retro50 to get that 50% off your first box. Go take advantage of it today. Destroy it. (laughs) Time to play Guess Our Game. We play audio from an old game and we try to stump each other as to its origin and or title. Uh, Today I will start. I don't know why I didn't write it in here, but it's okay. I know it. It's uh, from a 1990 so right around oh, this, the, uh, the middle era that we've been talking about today. It's okay. an arcade game. Okay. And Capcom made it. That's all you get so for So you're starters. pulling a Dunaway today. You can't even remember what you did. So yeah, I got you. Go ahead. Yeah. It's, uh, so Capcom. Hold on. I'm Capcom. Write it down. Rap- Capcom uh, 90s-ish. 19, oh, definitely 1990. Ar- That's the year it came Okay. Out. Definitely 1990. Arcade. Yeah. Yep. Capcom. Arcade. All right. Here it comes. You ready? I'm playing my sure. audio. It's a little, it does sound like Hubert swearing or something, doesn't it? It sounds like Hubert. Yeah, the whole suction cup thing he has. Any guesses? Any guesses? 
Ah, no, that's uh, it sounds like somebody sounds like a shooter. Okay, but uh, is it I'll say sounds that that's like warm. A, I'll say that that's warm. You are you are. It is a shooter of a sort. He sounds like he's shooting with a bubble gun though, or something. Boop, 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 boop. Definitely not a bubble gun. Although it kind of does look like bullets that are bubbles. Bubbles. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And is you say Capcom? Capcom, Japanese mega arcade 90s. manufacturer. Capcom, nineteen ninety. And I'll say this: okay. it's a vertical screen, so it's one of those. It's not oh. wide. So it's a tall really? one. Yeah. Uh, multiplayer can have up to three of you. And uh, I'll tell you that someone in the chat has it, but uh, I don't. You don't have it yet. But yeah, I haven't said anything, so I don't have it at all. <laughs> um. So it is. It's a shooter. So it's a scrolling shooter. Yeah. Uh, vertical scrolling shooter. Yep. Vertical scrolling shooter. The hint I will tell you is there. I'll tell you people are in there. They're no. They're not in planes or ships. If that helps. They're not in planes or ships. Yeah. If that helps. So some of the chat are saying 1942, 1941. Commando, commando ninety. Man, you're so close. Not really. (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you, it's Mercs. Mercs. Oh, Mercs. Yeah. Of course, Mercs. M-E-R-C-S. Oh, of course. Yes, yes, and I yes, feel like we've yes. talked about these guys before, now this I game before, it. but in the context it's of okay. the intro screen had a bunch of dudes who looked right. like they were out on the volleyball uh, beach Mercs. thing doing like Top yeah. Gun shirtless beach business, but they were mercenaries. <laughs> it's a, it's a fun it's game. A name, Mercs. It's a fun game, but Mercs is it. So you were close. Yeah. Who got it? Uh, Skits319 in the chat got it right. Nice, nicely done. Nice. All right, Brian, I'm going to play yours. you got to tell me what uh, my hints are. What, what is this? Uh, sure. It's, uh, the year is 1989, one year before the Mercs. And it's also at the arcade. So uh, it could have still been at the arcade when you were playing you some Mercs. It could have yeah, totally been probably would have been. I would hope so. Yeah. These things were four yeah. grand or whatever. All right, here we go. Let's find out. What would you say if I said this is also a Capcom game? Oh, wow. Does it involve ninjas? That's Does question. it involve ninjas? That's my question number one. We get three questions, remember? That's how this works. Are they officially ninjas in the game? I don't... Would I call them ninjas? Because mm. it sounds yeah, like... Yeah, he's a ninja. Shing, They're ninjas. Shing. Shishing. They're nin- yeah, they're ninjas. Okay. Yeah. Um, next question. Does it is it multiplayer? I never play with anybody, but I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think you could play multiplayer. Let me let me let me do it real quick. Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't. Mm, I just always play by myself. I don't. Mm, I don't remember if there was a multiplayer component, but there might have been. Uh, yes, I believe there is multiplayer. Two player. Two yes. players. Okay, that's interesting. Yes. My final question. Wow, I've never played with anybody else. It's always just me against the thing. Vertical scrolling, side scrolling, or the or side combination? To the side. To the side. Major influence on stuff like Ninja Gaiden, Devil May Cry, and God of War. Uh, Early hit for Capcom. Oh my gosh! Um, 
I'll say I'm torn between ghouls and goblins or ghouls and ghosts, I guess. Oh, ghouls and, and ghosts. Ghost. Is that right? No, that wouldn't oh, Okay. Uh, so I'm wrestling between that and uh, the game Strider, which also I Strider. believe was a Capcom it. joint. Oh, it is Strider. Is it Strider? Yeah, it's Strider. Oh, yeah, no Strider. way. Strider. This explains like the metal on metal sound of everything. Yes. Yeah, Strider was cool. I'm very sad that I never got to play with anybody. Was there a Strider... Uh, Sequel? In my defense, though, I always played it. I believe it was in the was it in front of the Kmart. It was like in the entryway when I played it. Oh, I don't know. I think um, it was Kmart. Was it Kmart? I never played Kmart. a video game in a Kmart. I played in a Kmart or a Walmart. No, no, no. Where did I play? Some kind of. Sca- was a- I think it was Skags. We had this place called Skags, and I used to have a yeah. um, um, like missile command in there, so I'd play that. But then the one place I thought was weird was we had a local gas station. I think it was just Seven Eleven. And they had ice climbers in there, and I would go there every yes. day and play ice climbers. I want to say it was probably like 1992 or so. Whenever I was uh, going into to like, I think it was Kmart. I mean, there was a, there was a time when a bunch of those before the time of Walmart owning everything, mm-hmm. uh, they would have like entryways, and you'd have like your bubble gum machines in there, and you maybe have a couple of of arcade machines in there. Yeah. Hang out in front of the, the Kmart. That's living. That's living. Mm-hmm. Living large. Uh, Live it up. Strider 2 didn't happen until 99. Oh. Man, that was a ways down the road. Yeah. 10-year uh, difference. Anyway, uh, well, excellent. This is great news that we got to that and that I got it right and that you <laughs> also got you it, no, you <laughs> got it <laughs> wrong. You got it wrong, didn't you? You were wrong. I got it wrong. Yeah. I failed. Don't feel too bad, though. Oh, no. No, no. Take take. Uh, that's heart. okay, because what I was going to do... I actually backtracked. I had captured clips and everything, yeah. and I was going to make you do an Amiga game, but I was like, mm, there's no way in hell I'll get one No, of these. I'll never get that. I never had one. <laughs> so, yeah, those are sometimes a little bit harder, but that's why I, yeah. I've been thinking about this more and more. We should have, like, a structure to the way we get to ask our three questions, like... Oh, you that's know, a good idea. Ways of narrowing it down, basically. We just we 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 take from like the trivia games people use where they have to say stuff. Yes. Like, is it green? No. Yeah, like is maybe it, like have five questions or something, maybe yeah, something like that. Yeah, and try to yeah. narrow it down from that. And then we can get into the obscure stuff that neither of us have ever heard of. Yeah. You know? That's not a bad idea. Yeah, we'll have to think about it. All right. Speaking of thinking, Welcome this thing's thinking. Time for emails and texts. We got one here. Playretroshow at gmail.com is where it came. This is less orchard. And really, we could use a, le- a lot less orchard. Oh, right? less. Uh, What's up, up, less? We need more orchard. Uh, says, less hey, is uh, more. Been happily listening to the show for about a year, and you've covered a lot of stuff. Oh. You guys ever considered door games from dial up hmm. BBSs in the 80s and 90s? That's D O O R games. Yep, uh, this case. came to mind after reading Kevin Driscoll's book, The Modern World, and seeing that today in BBS Day, or uh, that today is BBS Day. I'm not sure when he sent this. Oh, is that? When was this? Yeah, I didn't even know that was a BBS Day. Oh. You okay. can go to bbsday.org and find out more. Yeah. Um, there's a, d- there's a, d- a door party at H Throwback. Uh, oh, sorry. I mean, you're ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, you're Finish fine. Your- I'm looking right here. Oh, this is weird. This scene is like an extended family. Lots of great personalities in place. Sometimes you can be closer. What? <laughs> I love how we've we've stopped the show and we're we're just reading it. Yeah. This is the cool <laughs> it looks like it's just a cool BBS site about the BBSs, and I guess you can still get these. <laughs> or you can yeah, still run that's them. Interesting. I don't know. Weird. BBSs were oh, there was a time in my life 
Well, that's the only thing I cared about. <laughs> I was going yeah, to BBS, I mean, running my own. That's how like it. stuff like uh, Doom and it's shareware, yeah, like yeah. It's, it's it changed everything. It did, and it was so hackery and weird, and and just everything yeah. was made out of ASCII text, and didn't take long long to learn it. But once you did, you were like, I had one running in our office that had a T one line, so we were always like. <gasps> you had an Arnold like Schwarzenegger that. oh it's T yeah the T-1000 line that's what we had yeah the Robert Patrick line um, anyway it says uh, this came to mind after reading this thing he uh, he says I fired up a little mod- a modem BBS of my own and started tinkering and installing some ancient DOS door games uh, mm-hmm. which have been so much fun to play uh, you can find him at bbs.decafbad.com uh, but my BBS is a bit bare bones right now. If you want to look at some big libraries and ready to play door games, check these guys out. And they gives us some links. Uh, BBS link at bbslink.net. Uh, door party is over at throwbackbbs.com. Anyway, so I especially recommend some of my favorites. Lord of the Red Dragon, Operation Overkill, Trade Wars 2002, and Solar Realms Elite, says Les Orchard. Seems I cool, I remember man. remember Trade Wars. I seem like I remember that one. I feel like my most of my time was serving up GIFs. And copies of Doom Wads. I never really right. got into like, here's a bunch of separate little games. I never did that. Yeah. I'm not really into that part of it. But maybe it's because my 28K modem sucked ball nuts. <laughs> I don't know. It was a long time you ago. You had a 28 I think I had like, what, what was it? The, the 14 4. What was it before that? The 9600 uh, 9, then before yeah. that, 2400. Dual channel. Let's see, dual channel didn't happen until 14 4, I think. Yeah. I used to sell these at a company I worked for. Right. And they were always not Western Digital. Uh, Trade oh. Wars 2002. This is one I'm interested in. It's not like I played this one before. Uh, it came out in 1986. was among the earliest multiplayer online games. Hmm. Yeah, and if you missed that era, KT days, right? You you you, you ended up in the forums and RRC uh, days. Yeah. It's not that different, you know. Usenet, like there's this whole era that runs kind of it all bleeds together a little bit. Yeah, but the thing about BBSs that made it unique was it meant a dude like me or Brian could just have a wild hair and make a cool BBS. Yeah, we could. And it Let's was do just, it now. It was like it predated the web. It was so it was so cool. Oh yeah, US Robotics. That's who made the fourteen fours that we sold like crazy. Yes, we sold so more fourteen four US Robotics modems than anything else. I swear in that that time. No, stupid. It was the it's like the weirdest looking seventies looking box though. At oh least yeah, it does in my mind now. Oh yeah, so. for sure. It's it's janky looking, but man, those were reliable yeah. and fast. These were solid, man. Yeah. US Robotics made the best. Yeah, are they still. I don't know if they're still around. Are they? U.S. robot. Uh, I don't know, but I remember that 56K modem box like it was yesterday, as well as all these other 56 modems and the 14.4s. God, this stuff is just like it looks like a little uh, d- 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 home scanner or something. It was. Oh yeah, and they called cool. it the Sportster line. 14.4 oh, Sportster. Oh man, we have to have a whole U.S. robotics. Yeah. There is usrobotics.com. Let's see. What is this? Enterprise grade <laughs> Internet of Things, cloud computing and communication. Interesting. They're still around. Still got their stuff well, going the, on. Well, the name is still around. But as we know, Atari, uh, just because <laughs> your name is around, it doesn't mean that you're the same place. Well, we it can... says here, U.S. Robotics Corporation is called USR in a lot of places. A company that produces U.S. products, computer modems, related products, initial marketing was aimed at bolt and board systems. Um, let's see. With now we got reduced... people trying to initialize their modems in the chat room. I hope you're happy. Uh, they branched out new. Oh, the company purchased Palm. Oh, that's right. They owned Palm and the Palm Pilots for a while. 
Yeah. Uh, but itself was itself purchased by 3Com soon after. 3Com spun off USR again in 2000, keeping Palm and, ret- and returning USR to the now much smaller motor market. After 2004, the company is formally known uh, USR. USR is now a division of Unicom Global and is one of a uh, the only few providers left in the motor market today. Uh, they employ about 125 people worldwide. So interesting small stick bit, it with small the modem stuff. huh yep. all right yep i guess so you never you know i mean stay right. with what you're good at i guess i don't know right all right i have fond feelings about that era though yeah do too um, i have i have yep. fond feelings i have fond memories yeah yeah but not as well you want to go back to it here's a quick text from listener david who wrote in this text to 801-471-0462 you can use that for both texts and uh for voicemails we'd be happy to have that played right here on the show. So send us your voicemails. David says this, in the end of your recent play retro, y'all discussed what's retro. That was the big question we posed. Yeah. yeah. So I thought I'd add my two cents in case it becomes a longer discussion. For me, anything older than two console generations since at that point, those that are not in production and are generally only available secondhand. For PlayStation and Xbox, that would be a PlayStation 3 and an Xbox 360. For Nintendo, that's the Wii. Uh, as the Wii U is more of its own console with Wii U games not being able to run on the Wii system. Uh, You'll note that these are all released around 2005-2006 and had their sunsets around 2012-2013. While these are the most recent generations of what we may consider retro, it may feel off to to some because of the jump between what came before to those generations was such a huge leap. Anyhow, that's my two cents. Um, Yeah, I kind of feel similar feeling about this. We're pretty um, close because uh, we generally don't go past 2002, but of course that's going to change as we keep moving forward. Yeah. So, yeah, and we did some GameCube stuff that put us a little further, and I do I do GBA talk sometimes that's putting us further. Yeah, but it's not. I don't know. Like people who want to keep it strictly in the in the pixelated market. I got better when I say pixels. I mean like you know. Uh, pixel yeah, art or whatever and 2d right. stuff so yeah so sprites instead of 3d stuff yeah, the bad news is, some people yeah yeah some people are like no no if it's 3d then no yeah the bad news is the pixel stuff to this day is really rad so do you count stuff put out last week on steam like i, I don't i don't think that can be the one denomination so there's got to be a time factor i don't know i'm right. still i'm still not totally convinced on what it means i think most people would say well if you're talking about anything pre-1995 that's right. a safe zone to call that's retro, like 70s up through yeah. the mid 90s. But if you you go much past that, you start getting people getting picky about it. And I understand why they yeah. do. Yeah. But um, because you know. if you ask, if you ask my my 15 uh, year old, if you go, oh, is the uh, is is the Wii U retro uh, or the Wii is retro? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I to had them, the Wii is totally retro. That's kid. ancient news to yeah. them, that thing. Yeah, ancient. My son was six. He's 21 now. Yeah, yeah. When that came out. So, yeah. When I was six, what would it would have been at the seventy the twenty six hundred, right? Atari twenty six hundred. Did, did I at age twenty one look back and think any different than I did? I would have. I would have said, yeah, the twenty eight hundred or uh, excuse me, twenty six hundred is definitely retro. Yeah, and it was the same amount of time as Nick is from the Wii. It, yeah. We just have to get used to the idea that time is the same for everybody. It's just we perceive it different because we're older. <laughs> I don't. Know. I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, uh, I want to say to David, that's a great email. Yeah, and a great way to break it down. Thank you so much. Not email, text rather. 801-471-0462 is the text number. Brian, our next discussion, this very next coming week, is going to be about Star Fox. Why, you ask? Because Star Fox is hitting its 
30th anniversary this year. That's definitely retro. 30 years ago, we saw that Star Whoa. Fox make his appearance. Yes. Star Fox 1, 2, and 2 didn't even show up till recently. Yeah, we got but, that uh, on the uh, with the, the with SNES Mini, I believe it was. Yeah, SNES mm-hmm. Mini had a had a Star Fox 2 on there. A bit of a surprise. Yeah. Star Fox 64, the Assault game on yeah. GameCube. We're going to talk about Star Fox. We're going to do a barrel roll. We're going to see what yeah. Slippy has to say. Slippy Toad. And then I'm going to uh, also try to slip in Star Fox Assault on the GameCube and see how many people tell me it's not retro. Yeah, that'll be fun to do. That'll be fun. <laughs> I actually quite like that game. That game was good. I do too, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to play it for sure either way, whether we end up talking much about it or not, and then we can say, oh, yeah, that is that is so antiquated. Everything about it is so old. It's so we'll funny see. too because the original Star Fox was known for being a cutting-edge at the time thing. It used that FX yes. chip. Which nothing else had used yet. The first FX chip, chip used was in that was in that cartridge, mm-hmm. and everybody lost their minds and they couldn't believe the 3D they were getting. Yeah, and but now it's we pretty look much back the Star like, Wars games is all on rails. You just kind of like going, oh yeah, straight. Yeah, you just go straight, shoot stuff. Yeah, everyone's throughout. Hello, this is Slippy. You're a dick, <laughs> and then keep flying. <laughs> anyway, Here's Star Fox. <laughs> Star Fox, the weird Nintendo offshoot animal uh, pilot, pilotry business. We'll talk about it at age 30 next week, right here on Play Retro. Uh, in the meantime, I would love it if more of you joined us at patreon.com slash play retro, like Wayne Dixon did this week. Why did Wayne Dixon join? Well, he has his own reasons, but I'll bet among them are never having to have an ad ever. You'll never hear a commercial. You get pre-show content every day or every show that we do. <laughs> And uh, monthly benefits that you'll only get by becoming a member. Patreon.com slash PlayRetro is the place to go. And now is the time to do it. Thank you to everybody who's already in there. We really appreciate it. Uh, in the meantime, PlayRetroShow at gmail.com. PlayRetroShow on Twitter. And you can also find everything else at FrogPants.com slash PlayRetro. Hey, Brian, is there anything else you'd like to say? I'll be back Thursday, 6 p.m. to play Star Fox and uh, probably through the weekend. So if you tune in to Brian Dunaway on Twitch TV, that's where I'll be. Yeah, go do that. Watch Brian play a little bit of uh, Fox Flying. That's what they almost called it what? Fox Flying before it became uh, Fox became. Flying. Yeah, I mean, like if you yeah. like ever are curious, like, oh, how do you sell this retro crap up? Man, every week I have tech troubleshooting Thursdays where I have to figure out how to freaking do the games the week. Yep, it's hard. Yep. But it's fun it's to hard. watch. It's fun to watch you get frustrated and swear accidentally. I like it. Son of a I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Brian can swear like nobody's business when he's really pissed. It's great. <laughs> you guys should hear it more often. I only get to hear it off air, but once in a while. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm profane. I had to get it out. Had yeah. to get it out, baby. get it out, or else you're going to get the diarrhea of the mouth. You don't want yeah. that. No. All right. That is it for us. Thank you all for listening, being here, hanging out, and otherwise being awesome. We'll be back next week with more. Go play something retro. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. When you go into space. Mm. <laughs> That's right, kid.